Hello, welcome to IGTV. I'm Angeline Ong, and this is your look ahead to the coming week starting the 25th of September. We'll be joined shortly by Anthony Batista, co-host of Tasty uh, Live, all the way from Chicago. But first, let's just get you across the uh, uh, things to watch out for in the coming week that could boost uh, volatility. First up, we start in Germany. We've got the EFO business climate, uh, the CBI distributed trades out of the UK. Uh, following that really interesting uh, hold by the Bank of England and also after uh, the Fed left the door open to further uh, heights, perhaps uh, in uh, this year. Uh, we also have the Fed, Chicago Fed National Activity Index and the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index as well. Further along during the week, we've also got the uh, S&P Shiller uh, home prices data, along with home sales, new home sales uh, in particular, and API crude oil inventories. Oil, of course, uh, a lot of volatility uh, there, given that the uh, uh, supply and demand picture uh, has been shifting quite a bit in the last week. And then midweek, look out for news out of Japan in the form of minutes from the Bank of Japan. Uh, Germany is also out with consumer confidence uh, figures. Much of the data surrounding this space uh, within Germany and the Eurozone as well have shown a weakening uh, amongst uh, consumer consumption. And from the US, durable goods orders and EIA crude oil inventories on deck too. On Thursday, we've got economic sentiment out of the Eurozone. Germany is also out with inflation figures, whilst we have the final detail for second quarter GDP out of the US, initial jobless claims as well, and pending home sales. And we end the week on Friday with industrial production figures out of Japan, retail sales too, the Chaishin out of China, uh, and this will be data on its manufacturing and services data will be key, uh, given we are waiting uh, on more uh, news of stimulus out of China. The uh, Q2 GDP numbers out of the UK and the nationwide uh, house price uh, index uh, will be uh, one to watch if you uh, trade a cable or anything sterling related. And from the US, watch out for core PCE uh, price index and the Baker Hughes oil rig count as well. Let's uh, join back now all the way from uh, Chicago. Tasty Live is, of course, part of IG Group. But where do you see uh, the most volatility in the coming week? Well, we've had a little bit of volatility this, this week. Indeed, it's up about 15% from 15.5% to 17.5% as measured by uh, forward slash VX, the, the fear index from the CBOE. Um, so we've had a little bit of volatility. We're back where we were in August when... And believe it or not, this was a low in volatility back in August, and we went down to 15 and change on volatility. We're back right up to that number. Uh, E-mini S&Ps, the S&P 500, uh, our most my widely mar watched market in the U.S., is also at a, a really interesting number, just under uh, 4,400, which is where we were back in August 25th when we went much higher. So you've got volatility right back to where it was in August. You got the market right back to where it was in August. The only thing that you don't have cooperating to maybe making a little bit of a bottom or a little bit of footing in this market right now and maybe keep the fear in check is oil forward slash CL oil uh, trading over $90. It's been over $90 for the last week. It has not moved with the market. 
I think it's the last piece of the market that we need to maybe get a little bit of footing in, the, in this market. Maybe if we see oil go a little bit lower, I think oil is going to be a bigger key than volatility. If oil goes a little bit lower, maybe we can get some stability in the market and continue our march a little bit higher. Thanks, Matt. Stay there. I think you're uh, totally right, Chevron, uh, coming out with uh, um, comments saying that oil is going to rise much further. We're seeing those moves by Saudi as well. And many market watchers saying that it won't be long before we're going to see a hundred dollar a barrel oil. Also, really, uh, despite the fact that the earnings season is pretty much over, we still have a few uh, notable names out there reporting. Uh, we've got ASOS out with a trading statement uh, and also uh, Costco Wholesale and Ferguson also reporting. And then on Wednesday, look out for uh, Saga earnings uh, first half. H&M uh, is another one to look out for. We've heard a lot from the retail space uh, and largely uh, investors have been surprised by the resilience in the first half in terms of consumer demand, but this might be changing in the second half. Uh, Micron Technology also is out with fourth quarter earnings and on Thursday, look out for Avacta, Nike uh, as well out with uh, earnings and Accenture. Uh, I guess, Bat, the key thing here is um, where do you think investors are going to be uh, watching, given it's a, a lull? Um, it's been really quiet, hasn't it? Yes, I, I don't think you can. Well, obviously, you can't look at earnings anymore. There's only a few handful of companies left uh, to report with earnings. The season's over. So I think finally you could take a look at the, at the market itself on the, on, the, on the principles of how the market is doing. And if you really look back, I mean, we've just about gone up around 35-ish percent in the market this year, at least by the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ's going to be key. It's what's brought us higher. NASDAQ's been a little bit weaker as of late. Let's hope that it can catch its footing again uh, with oil also uh, reversing. So I'm looking for oil to reverse. I said it the last time I was on your show um, that I would like to see oil go a little bit lower. I think that's what the market needs uh, for some stability. All right, thank you very much. We have to leave this uh, there, but we will catch up uh, with you back uh, as the week progresses, I'm sure. Uh, until then, this is IGTV. I'm Angeline Ong. And for more analysis, do tune in to at IGCOM or at Angeline Ong on Twitter.